All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Masterclass Series. Uh, this is for season 31, the winter spring 2023 season series. So um, I'm so grateful that you are all here with me. I just want to make a quick little announcement first. Um, I am playing around with the HD video. So all I've no what I've noticed is when I try and upload the HD video or download, upload the HD video, it only comes um, with the group, with the gallery. So if you don't want your video to be shown, please um, turn off your video. Of course, when you have a question, yes, it's helpful to see your beautiful face. But otherwise, if you want to turn off your video, that would be great. I, I'm, I may use the HD video, the group video, or I may not. I am talking to Zoom right now to ask them if they can help me with, I just want it for the speaker view. <laughs> so that way it's not everybody, it's just me and the speaker, whoever's talking, right? So that's that. I wanted to make sure I said that. And secondly, um, someone asked me a little bit <laughs> to, to share a little bit about myself. So just really quickly, um, I'm Alara Canfield. Obviously, I'm the host of this series. I have been the host of this series since 2013. I used to work in the government and I was guided by my angels and my team to do more of my service work, my mission work, and to empower and inspire people to live their best lives um, through their connection with source and spirit. So I started doing, you know, season one was back in 2013, May. <laughs> so that was a long time ago. So since then, we've been doing these series usually three times a year. And I'm so grateful and fortunate to have uh, these wonderful speakers joining me to share their wisdom, their teachings, their tools and resources and their support. And I'm grateful for all of you, my beautiful community who has been with me through thick and thin. I can't even tell you. I'm just so, so grateful for your support, for your love, for your blessings, and for your presence in this community. I don't consider this just to be like a community, but it's like you have become my soul family. Um, and so I'm, I'm so grateful that you're here. So thank you for being here. Thank you for joining. If you are new and if you're not new, <laughs> thank you for being here like always. So thank you so much. Um, all right. So today we have my good friend, Matthew John back with us and we, we're going to be talking about getting unstuck for 2023 and some of what we're going to discuss on today's show um, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about where your blocks are coming from why your soul puts blocks in your path how to understand what your soul lessons are and how to know which lessons you're currently navigating we're going to talk about practical ways to overcome your most stubborn blocks and how to know where you're at with your ascension process. And of course, Matthew will be doing some live readings for select callers to help them understand where their blocks come from and how to overcome them. So all that and more. And I'm so excited that Matthew is back with us. So Matthew, welcome back. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, help you launch a new season again. Yes, awesome. Thank you. And you know that I, you know, you know about a lot about astrology. You do mm -hmm. all sorts of wonderful work. I don't. All I know for sure is that, you know, it's starting off with a bang for me, at least. You know, starting off with a bang, and it's feeling really positive, uplifting. I really feel like 2023 is going to be better than 2022, right? 2022 and 2021, as you know, 
were challenging for me. So 2023, I really feel like it's, everything is lifting, everything's clearing. And I think by 2024, you know, I'm going to be really happy. <laughs> Good. Amen. Amen. Well, it's, uh, you know, we start off with a full moon in Cancer, which we're still feeling the energy of if you're on the live call today. It was uh, on the 6th and, you know, today's the 11th. So we're still kind of in the energy of it, but it's starting to move to more towards waning moon energy. And it was a very harmonious uh, full moon in Cancer. It was a very harmonious, kind of lovely, um, peaceful vibration to the full moon. Uh, so it was a very nice start to the year, astrologically speaking. But we are, um, you know, in a Mars station phase right now, which can be a bit aggressive and frustrating. And, uh, you know, we're, of course, in the midst of Mercury retrograde. Mm -hmm. uh, in Capricorn, which can be very stubborn and difficult. So it's not all, you know, peaches and roses, um, astrologically speaking, but it was a very harmonious um, uh, full moon to start out. There weren't really any, um, there weren't any negative aspects really to the full moon. So it was a nice start. Awesome. So I know we always talk a little bit about astrology, but, you know, really today I want, I do want to talk about, you know, we are into 2023. We want to move forward. You know, um, for me, it's, I'm always looking forward into how can I do more, serve more, you know, be better personally, spiritually, physically. Right. And so I, I was saying before we went live that, you know, I, uh, I finally stopped drinking Coke. So yay me. You went to Pepsi. No, no, nothing. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I know I hate Pepsi even worse. Oh my god! But anyway, I stopped drinking Coke. Are you so what, what's the off brand? It's like Mr. Bubbles or whatever. I don't. I don't, I don't drink any cola now. <laughs> no cola. Only water and juice, and even the juice. That's good though. No, is, right. I, um, I, I, I'm sorry for, for. I'm not making fun. I'm just joking. But um, that's good. That's really good. That's right. Good and thing. so, um, you know, so that at the physical level. You know, spiritually, I'm meditating two or three times a day. So, you know, so that's like all yeah. these little, little changes, you know. Um, and then, of course, you know, changing my whole business model. Yeah, you I know? mean, you've you've <laughs> made a lot of nice changes uh, with the new website and um, your Instagram looks great. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, you're you're doing some upgrades. So it's great. Yeah. So, you know, the thing about that is like, okay, so I'm getting unstuck, right? So I feel like I'm getting unstuck because I'm doing all these little things. So can you talk a little bit about what that looked like for, for us to, so that we can get unstuck even more and really thrive in, in our lives? So the new year is a great time to think about this. Um, and, you know, it, astrologically speaking, you know, Capricorn season is a great time to to think about this because Capricorn is really kind of the essence of the stuckness. Capricorn's a wonderful sign. It's it's about structure. And, you know, without Capricorn, we wouldn't have um, buildings. We wouldn't have roads. We wouldn't have sewers. We wouldn't have infrastructure at all. We wouldn't have any sort of grounding or structure in our lives. Um, but at the same time, Capricorn being ruled by Saturn is uh it, it's very much about the 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 stuck karma that is still affecting us from other lifetimes from childhood etc uh that is causing these blocks so saturn is in charge of uh, of the blocks in a lot of ways and there's other planets we could say chiron which is not a planet and pluto as well which is kind of a planet kind of not but um saturn so capricorn season is a great time to kind of think about this stuff and today actually for those that are um, and we got a great live group. We got more people than usual on today's uh, live call, which is great to see. I'm excited. 
Um, you know, today's 111. Uh, 111 is a, a very powerful day, energetically speaking, similar to 1111. Um, it embodies the ascension frequency in numerology, of course. So this is a day when we can really step into a portal of manifestation. And, uh, you know, the intentions that we set today, the good positive energy that we put out to the universe today can come back to us manifold uh, over the rest of the year. So this is a great day, especially to, you know, work on getting unstuck and setting our intentions for the rest of the year. Um, now, what does it look like to get unblocked? Well, you know, I, th I think one of the best ways to think about uh, what your blocks are is to simply zoom out and take a look at what is most frustrating in your life. Because what is most frustrating is going to be the first indication. Now, for some people, they're going to say, well, it's my finances. Some people are going to say, well, it's my marriage. Some people are going to say it's my health. Some people, are, it's going to say it's this particular situation that I'm trying to navigate and just is stuck. Some people are going to say, well, I'm just depressed, right? And whatever that is, okay, that's kind of our first um, our first look, our first gaze into uh, discovering your blocks. After you kind of take stock of, right, like, all right, this is what's most chronically frustrating to me, looking at what is underneath that, what are the emotions that are underneath that? So for a lot of people, it's going to be uh, anger. A lot of people, it's going to be frustration deep down. A lot of people, it's going to be resentment deep down. A lot of people underneath that anger and frustration resentment is going to be feeling like a victim in some way. And it could be feeling like a victim of circumstance, victim of the universe, victim of life, a victim of a particular person, victim of a corporation, victim of governments, victim of the system, right? For example, a lot of people with financial blocks. And look, the, the world is, the financial system is really messed up granted, and it's rigged against the common folk, granted. However, I will say that just anecdotally speaking, in the decade plus I've been doing this sort of work, I do notice that people that struggle and get frustrated the most financially tend to also carry a lot of anger and resentment towards the system, towards governments, towards taxes, towards et cetera. And that holds them in this frequency of always being a victim. And it kind of continues, it, it energetically continues the, the death cycle for them, even though it's the very thing that they're trying to get out of. There's an old adage in spirituality that is very applicable to what we are discussing today, which is that whatever you uh, resist persists. That's, it, it, that's a truism. And it, uh, if you think about it in terms of what am I always fighting against? What can I never seem to let go of in my field that I'm always fighting against? What do I see in the outside world that is constantly triggering me? What type of people do I see in the outside world that are constantly triggering me? Is it people that seem, do I get triggered, you know, for the, for the financial example, do I get triggered by people out there who do seem to be successful, who do seem to have made it financially, who do seem to be on easy street, right? Do I get, and could that be an indication, for example, that I don't feel worthy of that on some level? Or I don't feel like that would be natural to me. Or I feel like on some level that might be scary to me. You know, a lot of times people that have never, most of the time, people that have never been at a certain financial position in their life 
someone that has never been out of debt, someone that has never been where like, oh, look, everything's kind of okay in my finances. It's so unnatural that there will be this inner resistance that will constantly push it away because they're not used to that frequency where someone that was born into that sort of wealth, it's already natural to them. And all they have to do is not do anything extraordinary to mess it up, right? Uh, another example is like, do I get triggered very easily by, let's say, narcissistic type people in the world? Now, narcissists are not good people. They hurt people. You may have been hurt by narcissists. However, the reason I bring it up, it could be an indication of like, well, where do I not necessarily uh, stand up for myself in my life? And with whom? Do I not stand up for myself with my mother? with my sister, with my best friend, with my employer, right? Where do I not, where am I afraid to stand up for myself further, right? So the first step to working with blocks is understanding what the blocks are. And that's why I'm excited to, you know, in the second half of this call to uh, do some live readings for, for people that are here. And we got a big group um, to help people understand what their blocks are and where they come from. And these blocks, of course, aren't really, um, they're, they're not specific to this lifetime. Those of you that have watched me before on this show know that I love talking about past lives. I, I like talking about other lifetimes. I have a very broad understanding of life, including the fact that this single lifetime is just a blip in it's a drop in in, in a, a pool of water, a drop in a lake of water of all the experiences that we have and have had as a soul. And all the other experiences are relevant in some way. Some lifetimes are going to hold um, relevancy, uh, you know, more than others. But your most frustrating blocks in this life unequivocally will have a root in other lifetimes. Um a great example that just came to mind, you know, talking about the financial uh, example, which I, I'm sure applies to a lot of people. Um, I worked with someone, uh, a, a client one-on-one -on -one a couple of years ago, and uh, this this man had is like three times in his adult life gained a lot of wealth, like had been riding pretty high and had lost it all like three times and become destitute. Uh, through gambling, through um, risky investments, through having money stolen from him. Three times he had kind of ridden the wave to the top of the roller coaster and then ridden it all the way down. And this is a, actually something that's more common than you think. It's especially common with a lot of like uh, day traders, for example, uh, stock market day traders. And um, I looked into, you know, I wanted to help him understand. He wanted to understand, well, why? And, you know, I wanted to help him understand the past life context of this pattern. And, uh, you know, I could see that in another lifetime, he had attained a lot of wealth and it had driven him away. He kind of became a, a pariah in his community after he um, stepped into this wealth and he felt separated from the community, separated from tribe, so to speak. And then the money was all stolen from him. And so there was this fear inside from another lifetime that he wasn't even aware of until I brought it up to him that 
if I like kind of like the, the, the pattern was like, or the subconscious program is if I attain wealth, I have to lose it because if not, I will be miserable. I will be miserable if I am wealthy. So it's better that I lose it all. It's, and I'm used to you losing it all because it's happened before. The stuff that's happened a, a, a lot of times to you in this life is the same sort of stuff that's happened a lot in other lifetimes. You're used to it. It's kind of your set point frequency. So, you know, someone that um, is used to uh, rejection, like when it comes to, uh, um, you know, going for a promotion or going for, uh, you know, going for a, a raise or something like that, you know, maybe this applies to someone watching this where you've, um, you've tried to, to, you know, go up in, in uh, salary or you've tried to get promoted 18 times and you keep getting rejected and every time you get rejected um it sucks but then like somewhere deep inside you, if you were to really be honest there might be this part of you that's like oh that feels right that's like what i'm supposed to do i'm supposed to get rejected because i'm not i'm not worthy or i'm not capable um and then then you probably find some way to um reinforce that reinforce that like self-loathing uh whether it's through you know covering it up with your emotions or who knows some maybe people eat or maybe people you know gamble or maybe people whatever to try to cover that up but it reinforces that pattern and if you are able it's very helpful to once in a while when you can zoom out on your life almost as if you're like observing your life from a bird's eye view almost like you're you're um you know making a, a map from from a plane you're drawing out a map and just viewing your life objectively rather than subjectively, meaning objectively, meaning you're separated from the experience. Very few people have the skill to do that, actually. Um, really only people, most people in society only objectively view their experience when they go to therapy, if they're working with a decent therapist, or if they're working with a decent life coach or someone like me, or they're, you know, starting to get into the self-help field. But the vast majority of people never really view themselves objectively. And they're just subjective to the experience uh i was reading a dr joe dispenza quote actually yesterday talking about how when you become the objective observer of your experience you are no longer the subject and that's where change comes from and that's not a direct quote it was kind of paraphrasing what he was saying but that is where change comes from change comes from separating ourselves once in a while from the experience and viewing our you know, our misgivings, viewing our, our pitfalls, right? And the, re the repeated patterning is what we need to pay attention to. That's how you understand your blocks. So if it comes to money, let's say that every time you, um, you, you know, get a bonus or every time you come into uh, a bit of, you know, fortune, you somehow blow it, you know, you somehow lose it, you gamble it away, or you, you give it all away, uh, you know, maybe altruistically, but maybe it's also reinforcing a negative pattern uh, or you lose it in some investment or whatever. Or let's say maybe opportunities every time that you have. An, I, I, I have been able to view this pattern in my own life where, um, you know, there were many different other careers that I navigated. I, I, you know, I've said on other shows, I never intended to go down this path of new age spirituality. Um, as a profession or as, as any interest at all. It just kind of unfolded very spontaneously for me. Um, 
But, uh, you know, in other careers before that, before this became my full-time career, I always had wonderful opportunities, wonderful, wonderful opportunities presented to me. I've always been an opportunity maker. And I would always find a way to squash, to self-sabotage the opportunities by doing something stupid, uh, by, by doing something stupid socially, by say, saying something I shouldn't have said, by delaying, uh, responding, you know, to giving a yes to the opportunity because I, I, I had to think about it too much. Um, there were many ways that I squashed opportunities in other avenues. Now, that all led me here. So maybe that was all by design. Maybe my soul wanted me to do that because then I would end up in this chair teaching you today. That's very possible and probably true. But also, I've observed myself then versus since I've been in the new age field full time as a profession. And I can see that every opportunity I've been presented with that I've created, I've really ran with and done very well with. And it's been a change in the pattern. And I, I see that as one example of my own evolution, that I was able to overcome the old patterns of self-sabotage. And if I think about in the past, well, where did that that uh, those patterns of self-sabotage come from? They came from low self-esteem, right? Now, where did that low self-esteem come from? Well, I could trace it back. I can say, well, you know, in school, I was uh, I was ostracized. I was bullied. I was. I was, you know, made to feel unwelcome. I was made to feel unsafe in school, you know, and a lot of us have uh, have wounds from childhood, from from school. Right. Uh, that's one of the place of my biggest wounds is from school, um, not fitting in, you know, being too smart uh, for for the crowd, uh, just thinking on another level and then not feeling welcome because of that. Things like that. Not being as athletic as the other boys, you know. Um, not being as confident, you know, in my voice. Um, and then I think back, okay, where else could those, you know, did, did my, uh, did my parents, you know, do my, uh, did my father, does my mother, you know, um, carry some of those low patterns of self-esteem within them in some ways. Yeah. Um, looking back through my ancestral lineage, did those patterns of low self-esteem reflect back through my grandparents and great-grandparents. I don't know for sure, but I suspect that, yes, probably in some ways, right? So we can look at not just past life stuff, but we can look at our ancestral lineage, and there's always going to be a reflection. Your past life wounds will reflect in the wounds of your ancestral lineage. That's kind of a law of how the soul designs lifetimes. It's an energetic match, essentially. Um, so there's all sorts of indications from current to past to ancestral lineage of where your blocks are. Um, and I hope that helps people to, to at least understand that's the first step is understanding. And then of course, we'll have to talk about, you know, a little bit later, busting through those blocks. Absolutely. And, the, and, and of course, the next question is, well, why does our soul put these blocks in our path? And of course, we, we all know, um, intellectually, we know that it's like so that we can release those blocks, have awareness of who we are, know who we are, you know, and then let those blocks go. But <laughs> sometimes it's like, all right, enough. It's like, do I need another, you know, another obstacle in my path? Do I really need this block to learn something about myself? Like, what yeah. is this? 
And the answer is always yes to that. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. you know, the we have to acknowledge it. And it, it's not easy to acknowledge this because we want to be able to, it would be convenient to be in complete control of our lives, wouldn't it? It would be convenient to be to be driving the car, driving the vehicle that is our lives and be in 100% control of every direction that we take, of everything that happens. But that's not the case at all. And this is where the lesson of humility comes in. That is a lesson for everyone on the spiritual journey, including people that are already on the path. Um, it, it's a lesson for everyone. And uh, the more that you think that you know, um, usually the more that you will end up getting humbled in some way to be reminded that ultimately there are forces that are bigger than you, that are bigger than the ego that uh, that are driving your life. What are those forces? Well, the planets, the planets themselves, the, you know, as an astrologer, I, I very much understand and have, um, I could talk for hours of, of about evidence, anecdotal evidence of the fact that really the planets kind of rule over everything in our lives and create everything in our lives. Uh, the, the location of the planets and reference to each other uh, in, in which part of the sky, when the moment that you come out of the womb, that ends up controlling pretty much your entire life. And it's really bizarre to think about that. But if those of you that are astrologers, I'm sure there's others on this call, you know, that's true. That's now, okay, who sets that up, though? It's your soul, your soul chooses, my understanding is the exact date, time, location of your birth because of the planetary influence, because your soul wants to create a certain plan, a certain template for your life, your soul chooses makes contracts with and um, you know, go back in the archive of uh, on YouTube of the Alara Canfield show. I've talked um, a lot on other shows on this platform about how the soul creates um, soul contracts, right? How the soul creates family contracts. And, you know, that's not the focus of today's call. But please, if you haven't seen my other shows, look back on this platform. You'll, you'll really learn a lot. And the soul chooses the parents. The soul chooses the ancestral lineage to step into. And the soul already has pre-programmed in the life plan several more than several many 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 occurrences events relationships accidents illnesses uh job loss job promotion geographic moves uh meeting your twin flame meeting your divine union partner whatever you want to call those all of that it's all pre-written there's some variance. The variance comes in with timing of things. The variance comes in with how exactly you get to a place. It's like uh, your life is like the the game of life. If, let me know in the chat if you've ever, when you were a kid, if you played uh, the board game Life, right? But, you know, the board game itself is all these different paths, but ultimately they all end up leading to the same junctures. And, and that's what life is, is you get to choose, you have some free will to choose kind of which which path you take. You know, there there could be 50 different paths up a hill and you get to choose which particular path you take. But ultimately, it's you're going to the same place because that same place is exactly what your soul has put into your life plan. 
your soul has a certain uh, a curriculum, so to speak. It, you know, if you think of earth as a school and you think of this life as a, um, as a certain grade that you're trying to graduate, you know, this is tw- for, you know, I like to say like for those of us that have chosen the Ascension path, that this is like 12th grade, we're graduating, you know, at, with this life. But because of that, a lot of times we have the most difficult curriculum because our, we, we want to make sure we're wrapping up all of the stuff that's still left over, all of the karma that's left over from other lifetimes, everything we need to. But our soul is going to create whatever obstacles in our path that will force us to learn to do something better than we've done before. You know, a great example is, um, you know, again, thinking in terms of like finance and business, which is very relevant for Capricorn season, someone that maybe in other lifetimes, they had, uh, you know, failed many times as uh, as an entrepreneur. Uh, maybe they, they would start businesses, start ventures, and then just quit. And the soul wants to, uh, to heal that, the wounds left over from that, you know, because it, it ends up being an exemplification of, um, of low self-esteem, not, not following through, not believing in oneself enough to, you know, bust through, you know, rejections and bust through uh, obstacles. So the soul says, all right, well, we didn't do that very well. So now what we're going to do is we're going to have a series of lifetimes where we are kind of a slave, like metaphorically, or even literally, uh, in order to get the experience, the contrasting experience of, you know, of being kind of in bondage and not having it. And that can be comforting on some level. It can be comforting. I'm not saying literal slavery. I'm saying like someone working a nine to five job, it can be comfort, comforting uh, to have that support and have that uh, safety net and have that also um, lack of responsibility of making the big decisions. And also that lack of having to take responsibility for failure of the company, so to speak, right? Maybe that's the contrasting experience and the soul says, all right, we did that. We kind of balance out those two experiences, but we still never, we still never overcame the fact that we tried as an entrepreneur and we couldn't do it. So we want to try that again. So we're going to set up in this lifetime. Maybe you end up being born to, uh, to, you know, parents that are kind of the metaphorical nine to five slave wage workers and you get frustrated because you see that and you never want to be that. So learning through opposites, it propels you in the other direction. And all you want to do is become uh, your your own boss, become an entrepreneur, right? And this time, you know, maybe you fail a couple of times, but you keep pushing through. Something inside you is developing, is expanding, and you finally bust through that and do become successful as an entrepreneur, you know? So that's, that's an example. Uh, someone that, um, you know, maybe in another lifetime, uh, they had kind of um, really been in the frequency of like martyrdom, well, where maybe they, um, no matter what, you know, gave everything away to anyone who asked, no matter what, they were there for their family, they were there for their community, and maybe that felt good. And, you know, it abdicated some responsibility within to kind of become their own success story, because they were, you know, just there for others. And maybe that was valuable. And then the soul says, okay, we did that. Then you, you have a series of lifetimes to contrast that where you, you say, okay, now I'm going to be greedy. 
I'm going to be greedy, right? Because I want to have the contrasting experience of uh, instead of being a martyr, what is the opposite frequency? The opposite frequency is greed. Opposite frequency is greed. So you have that experience. And then that causes imbalance. That causes certain karma that you're going to have to, negative karma that you're going to have to address again in a future lifetime. Your, your soul says, okay, now what is the, and by the way, when your soul's planning this stuff out, you know, there's a lot of assistance. There's a lot of assistance from angels that oversee the lifetimes on earth and angels that understand karma very deeply that are assisting your soul in planning out these lifetimes. And, you know, your soul is also working with soul contracts. As I said, you know, check out some of our other videos about soul contracts um, because the, the specific contracts you're going to be, you know, having experiences with a lot of the same souls in these different lifetimes with different themes. And you're going to have to work out contracts to say, all right, what is kind of the final stage of this uh, journey together of this contract? You know, who, who are we going to be for each other, you know, in this final stage? So the example I'm giving, okay, maybe after having those lifetimes of greed, maybe in this lifetime, you are, uh, you decide to make a contract with souls say, you know what, I'll play the role of being uh, your greedy father, you know, or your greedy mother, you know, or both your parents are kind of in that frequency of greed. I'll play that role for you so you can learn through opposites. So, okay, because of that, you become so sickened by the idea of capitalism and greed. So then, you know, it, it drives you to not want to go to college, not want to get a job, not want to do anything. Maybe you kind of drift around for a bit, right? And try to experience more of that energy of like altruism. Uh, and maybe you even, you know, touch on martyrdom like you did another life. And then you, you realize at some point, this isn't it either. And then you come into a healthy balance. You come into a healthy balance where you're able to build wealth, where you're able to have a job, have a family. And anytime you feel like you're being greedy, you, you say, no, you know, I'm going to give, I'm going to give. And you come into a healthy balance. Ultimately, like the Zen Buddhists have always known, the middle road ends up being the path of alchemy. The middle road between two extremes ends up being how you dissipate that karmic energy out of your energy field. The middle road can only be attained, though, after you've already gone to both sides. You've already gone to both extremes. So you have to experience, the soul wants to experience all extremes. Uh, from an astrological perspective, the soul wants to experience all, the, the, the lightest of the light and the darkest of the dark of all 12 zodiac signs. And ultimately, you're meant to find the middle road for all. Now, you'll still have tendencies based on your chart. For example, you know, me being a Leo rising, I'm going to tend to be more extroverted and more, you know, more drawn to things like this, doing, you know, podcasts than someone that's like a, a Capricorn rising, for us, for example. So you'll still have a personality, you'll still have tendencies. But what's actually happening is in this lifetime, as you're evolving and as you're dissipating a lot of the leftover karma from other lifetimes, you're actually, what's really cool is you're starting to step into your soul's personality more and more. And you're actually in the, the body starting to let the soul shine through more and more. So we become our, our soul in essence as we evolve more and more on the spiritual journey. The parts of you, this is another great way to think about blocks, is the parts of you that express the blocks, the parts of you that uh, don't believe in your capabilities, that don't believe in your worthiness, the, the parts of you that have trouble standing up for yourself, the parts of you that um, maybe get greedy or maybe get narcissistic or whatever, these parts of you are not the highest kind of possibilities or aspects of your soul. These are, you know, uh, remnants of ego. 
These are remnants of the ego. And the ego is not bad. The ego is necessary for evolution. But at the same time, we part of this ascension journey uh, have a principle called the three um, simultaneous ascension processes. One of those three simultaneous ascension processes is the transition from ego to soul, right? Where we are, um, we're, we're dissipating the remnants of the ego personality and stepping more into a soul personality as we evolve. And if you can look at yourself in the mirror and recognize that you are, and it doesn't have to be all the time, you know, we need to allow ourselves to be human. We need to allow ourselves to, to mess up. We need to allow ourselves to get grumpy, to, to get off track, to, you know, if, if you have a Pepsi, even though you swore off them, it's not the end of the world, allowing yourself to be human. And at the same time, though, can you recognize that, all right, this What's shining through here is more of my soul's essence than it was five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And I think most of us on this call could probably say that that's true. And if that's the case, that that's a wonderful sign. That's a wonderful sign of your evolution. Absolutely. And I totally agree. And, you know, most of what you talked about has to do with us as well being present and being willing to observe our behavior, our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, yeah. honestly, without judgment, right? So being willing yeah. to, you know, be an allowance of who we are, you know, our personality, our quirks, who, you know, everything. And at the same time, looking back, like you said, because when I look back at my life 10 years ago, I am a totally different person than I was then, right? Same, yeah. So, and then recognizing that and saying, yes, you know, there are some days when, you know, I kind of fall off the wagon a little bit and then, but overall, right, overall, yes, I can definitely see the progress that I've made or the evolution or see, I can definitely see how my soul is taking more of a lead now than it did 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, spot on. I love how you put that. Um, that it's it, it's not, you know, it's not about the accomplishments in life. It it's it's not as relevant, you know, for for me that I'm Matthew John, spiritual teacher, intuitive healer, and I have this income, and I have helped this many. That's I mean, it, it's relevant for other reasons, but in the context of evolution, what's yeah. more relevant is how am I handling things, how am I handling emotions. How am I handling relationships? How am I handling communication? How am I relating to myself? And how does that compare to how I related to myself a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago? That's ultimately, you know, that one of the bullet points we had for this call was like, how do I, you know, how do I tell, how do you know where you're at with your ascension process? Mm-hmm. That's really the, the, the biggest indication. The indication, I, I, I like the principle that I've named, I've called it spiritual maturity. Are you more spiritually mature now than you were X length of time ago? Again, how are you responding to people? Are it's okay to get triggered? It's okay to get angry. It's okay if your 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 mother, your sister, or your best friend says something that just cuts to the core. Maybe they meant it. Maybe they didn't. Whatever, and you get angry. Like that's totally fine. But how long does it last? Do you brood? for hours or days or do you let it go right or maybe you stop getting angry at certain things you know maybe maybe you used to you know look at the news and what's going on in the outside world and feel restricted angry um resentful maybe as you evolve you can look at what's going on in the outside world and say well 
I'm going to do what I can to hold space, to pray, to intend for this situation to get better. But at the same time, I know that I'm a co-creator and I'm creating my own reality. You know, can you can you observe what's going on in the outside world with less judgment and more of like just, you know, an acknowledgement of, okay, this is what is. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean it's what will be in the future. It doesn't mean it's of the highest vibration, but it is what it is. And that's okay. Um, looking at your own life and seeing like, okay, you know, I've been struggling with my health or I've been struggling with my finances. Or I've been struggling with, um, you know, being lonely, not having a relationship for forever for could be 20 years, could be 30 years. And that's okay. Like it, it, the, the relationship with the self can shift from, well, I, I hate myself or, or I am ugly or, or, or I'm, I'm unworthy or whatever to, um, it's okay because this is what's actually best for me. My soul has designed this for a reason. And can I look back and see, look at all I've learned through this experience. Look at who I've become through this experience. Would I have become that if not for this experience? You know, someone that's lonely, you know, if I wasn't lonely, if I had someone there, would I have learned as quickly? The answer is probably not. Mm -hmm. If you hadn't had the health issue, the chronic debilitating health issue, whatever it is, would you have learned as much about yourself as quickly? Probably not because you would have been more distracted, right? If you hadn't had that car accident or if you hadn't had that loss or if you hadn't had whatever happened to you, would you have learned what you have ended up learning about yourself spiritually, would you ended up having shifted your relationship with yourself? Or some people aren't at that point yet where they've really shifted the relationship with self, but maybe the awareness is starting to come in. Maybe they had an event, whether it was a month ago or 10 years ago, that they have never had the safe space to really look into the spiritual treasures but maybe now just now they're starting to and this would still apply it would still be well if i hadn't had that happen to me would i have as quickly realized this would i have as quickly faced this would i have as quickly evolved and then also we can look at more practical manifestations if this hadn't happened to me or let's say if I, like I gave the example, you know, I said kind of flippantly, but it's probably true. If I hadn't sabotaged all the other opportunities I had in other careers before this, I probably wouldn't be in this chair today. So that probably was by design. So again, looking back, if I hadn't messed up, messed that up, if I hadn't, if that had gone my way that I want, my ego wanted it to, would I have ended up learning, evolving, garnering the wisdom and not just that but meeting the people that i end up meeting a lot of times we end up meeting people along our journey because we're seeking they could be people from this group they could be you they could be me right they could be people you know at, at a retreat or at a, at a gathering or at a psychic shop or whatever and you never would have met these people if you weren't seeking so your soul obviously was gonna make sure that you had to be seeking because if not, you wouldn't meet the people that you're supposed to. So ultimately, the less of humility 
is so crucial and it really can't be skirted is that, you know, can we have the humility to recognize and to realize that our there's a bigger picture playing out and that there is a soul aspect that is planning this all out and we're just kind of following the footsteps that we were meant to, whether we're aware that we're following footsteps or not, you know? Absolutely. And that's why I always say, you know, regardless of everything that's happened, I'm grateful because it's brought me to where I am now, right. giving me the awareness yep. of who I am and so many different blessings, you know? So um, that's why it's like, it's all good, you know, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, when you look at your life and look at where you are, it's like, yeah, I would not be doing this show, for example, if my career in the government was, you know, going higher and higher and higher. I got to a, a plateau. And it's like, if you were prime minister of Canada, you would not be doing this show. <laughs> I would not be doing the show. Absolutely. <laughs> that is true, right? So, right. you know, it, it, it all works out for our highest good and best evolution. So, you know, at, at the time when I was in the government for, I was I was going up the levels, you know, like every year, every time, you know, it was, it was, it was great. It's like, this is, this is it. And then I got to the point where like, uh-oh, <laughs> it's not, it's not working anymore. What's happening, right? So that was that was my soul saying, all right, enough of this. There's something else you were here to do. There's something else that, you know, uh, is more important for your evolution and growth. So, you know, and that's when the shift took place for me, right? Mm -hmm. Leaving the yeah. government, et cetera. So, you know, if if I hadn't had that calling by my yeah. angels and my guides telling me, urging me, you know, then I would still be in the government and I'd be, you know, I don't know what I'd be doing, but I'd be doing something um much less fun. <laughs> right. That's for sure. You'd yeah. be you'd be, you'd be uh writing out like uh lobbying scripts policy and stuff. Policy yeah. scripts, yeah. Doesn't uh, sound fun at all. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but you know what's interesting, and I'm glad you shared all that. Thank you. And um, you know, sometimes the the change precedes the awakening, and sometimes the awakening precedes the change. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different for everyone. And either way is fine. And your soul is just going to set it up in whatever way it works best for you. And, you know, as an astrologer, I could very easily find that in your chart. Um, someone with a lot, someone with a North Node in the ninth house, for example, um, or, you know, uh, Jupiter in the ninth house is, is going to end up seeking out, uh, you know, books and, and YouTube videos and knowledge first, and then see the change in their lives. You know, someone with the North Node uh, or Pluto in the fourth house is going to have like trouble you know, family issues um, that is going to lead to the awakening, right? So again, you know, someone like me, I could look at it in the chart. Um, and, you know, if you want me to look at your chart, uh, join my Ascending as One program. We're, we have uh, the best prices I'm offering uh, this year in these packages that I'm offering through this show. That includes my Ascending as One group mentorship program, where we meet every Sunday, a couple of people I've seen some names I recognize are already um, on that program. Uh, so, you know, let people know in the chat, you know, Karen and Michelle, if you've been enjoying Ascending as one, I, I know you have. Um, and there are these wonderful three hour calls where we meet on Sundays. We do uh, astrology work. I do an outlook for the week. We do uh, a topic for the week like this Sunday coming up. And if you buy the package today, you can join Understanding and Seeing Your Past Lives. How cool is that? We're going to do a group past life regression during that call. And then I do readings and Q&A at, uh, at the end of each call. 
And if you do package B, you're going to get to have two private sessions with me, two private one-on-one -on -one phone sessions with me. And if you want me to look at your natal chart and tell you all I can see, I'm happy to do that. So because, you know, um, Matthew is talking about the package, let me share my screen a little yeah. bit and we, we can and, talk and a little bit more in detail. Uh, yeah. And you just, do you see what Karen wrote that she's been happier since she joined? It's a great program. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. Um, so yeah, so in Matthew's, there's two packages, package A and B. <laughs> Hopefully everything on here is right, but uh, package It is, a, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it is, two, yes. Two months of the Ascending as One membership, seven yep. recorded webinars, plus a bonus January call, and then package B is way more. Two months yeah. in the Ascending One membership, 17 yeah. recorded webinars, two yeah. activations, two bonus January calls, plus two VIP bonus calls, plus two 20-minute yeah. readings. Like, yeah. oh my God, there's you just get, You so... get the whole, you, the whole kit and caboodle. So uh, much. Pa package B is like going to a restaurant and just saying, give me everything on the menu. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so and, you know, I want to talk about a little bit, if you don't mind, why I started the Ascending as One program. Yeah. So this is this is only the third month of the program, actually, and it's been a massive success so far. The number of people that have been in the program have been, uh, you know, far exceeded my expectations. Oh, Muriel just said she got a reading with me last week and was transformational. I love hearing that. Thank you, Muriel. And um, so the reason I wanted to create this is because I wanted to create more of a community. You know, my my, almost all of my work uh, over the past five years has been uh, working one-on-one, -on -one, and really over my whole career, most of my work has been working one-on-one -on -one with, with people from around the world, which mm -hmm. has been such a joy, and I've helped thousands and thousands of people, and I've worked with thousands of people over the years, but I really felt the call. I wanted to uh, create more community, so I wanted to create a weekly group where we meet, and we get to know each other, and we help each other, and we encourage each other. And one of the best ways that I've found to overcome one's own blocks is to have community, is to have the right people around you to encourage you. Have you ever heard the adage that the five people that you spend the most time with, you end up becoming like mm -hmm. them? Renee just says it's a great program. I highly recommend Matthew and his courses. Thank you. Thank you, Renee. So that it, it, there's a truth to that. It's not maybe not exactly the five people that you spend the most time with, but there is a truth to that. When you surround yourself with community that is uh, that is full of positive people, that is full of people that are on the same journey as you, there's no doubt you're going to accelerate faster than if you're trying to do it on your own. So I wanted to create this community. So it's a wonderful group. Uh, we meet every Sunday, 5 o'clock New York time, 2 o'clock LA time, 10 o'clock in London. If you can't make the live calls, no worries. You can watch the recordings. I send them out right after. As I said, there are these three-hour containers. There's a Telegram group. Telegram's a free app that you can download on your phone or your computer. And we, every day in the group, we're posting, we're talking to each other, we're encouraging each other. The group is, I, I've just heard from so many people, you know, Michelle uh, is, is telling me how much she's enjoyed it and Renee and Karen, but I've heard from so many more people telling me how much it's, it's really changed them since they've joined Ascending as One. So this is a great introduction to join Ascending as One. These prices are much lower than if you get it from my own website. I wanted to put together a special offer and you get you get much more. You get seven bonus webinars. If you do package A, you get mm -hmm. uh, you know my emotional freedom technique through the seven main chakras, mastering your intuition, all but angels, archangels, ascended masters and spirit guides, powerful visualization techniques for ascension, learning to use your third eye, the human energy field 101, spiritual hygiene, cord cutting and grounding 101 and putting the past in the past. So if that sounds like a lot, 
It is a lot and, and they're not required. It's like up to you. If you want to watch all of them, great. You will learn an immense amount of things and you'll help to transform stuff. If you want to put it aside, that's fine too. Uh, so you get seven bonus webinars plus the two months of uh, Ascending mm -hmm. is One membership. It's a tier two membership with package A. Package B, which I highly recommend if you can swing it. We do have a two and a three payment option available, which is so wonderful. No one else out there uh, that I've ever, you know, I get invited on a lot of different shows. I've never seen anyone else offer a three payment option other than Alara. I think it's very generous that she does it. I know a lot of people take advantage of that. And also, I've never had any other platform uh, offer an additional 10% savings if you purchase within the first 24 hours. And Alara is so gracious to do that. Package B, I highly recommend because you get the VIP upgrade. That's going to get you, uh, instead of three group calls each month, you get four group calls each month. And you get those two private readings with me, two 20-minute private one-on-one -on -one readings with me. And uh, you also get 10 other webinars. You get Dissolving the Ego, Healing with Colors, Intro to Candle and Moon Magic, Change Your Reality by Changing Your Words, How to Move On Completely from Your Ex, Awakening the Divine Masculine, Creating the 5DU, Navigating the Dark Night of the Soul, A Deeper Level of Forgiveness, uh, Clearing your, your Blocks, Activate Your Maximum Financial Abundance. So you could spend so much time, if you have the time, going through these webinars, learning a ton, transforming a ton. Plus you get to join the live calls. Listen to the schedule we got coming up. If you join today, you're going to get access to this Sunday's call as a bonus. This Sunday's understanding and seeing your past lives. Okay, If you want to uh, actually take a journey, an astral journey into other lifetimes, we're going to do it on this call. And I'm going to help you understand all about what past lives are and how to know how they affect you. Okay, that's the bonus call. If you join VIP, you get a second bonus call this month. That's Astrology Basics plus Syrian Channeling. I am also a direct channeler. I channel a group of Syrian extraterrestrial beings. There's five of them. And they kind of are this conglomerate and they channel through me. Uh, the last channeling session in December was pretty amazing. Uh, the stuff that they were channeling through me about what you know what's coming on the planet and how to best navigate it, how to best work with the earth how to help the earth detoxify, things like that. Really incredible, the Syrian channeling. I also take questions when I'm in the channel. I will take questions. The only place I do direct channeling, I don't do it anywhere publicly for free. It's only on these Ascending as One calls, uh, as I do on the VIP calls. I do that once a month. So you get that. If you do Package B, you get the bonus for that month. Then you get uh, healing your heart chakra, uh, healing your inner child, how to connect with your guides, healing your throat chakra, um, an overview of ET races and the Syrian channeling, connecting with Lemuria, how to clear entities and Syrian channeling and understanding animal totems and a spring equinox activation. So uh, you will have your schedule booked out as far as doing spiritual work for from now until the end of March. If you uh, if you do uh, package A or B, package B, again, gets you everything, uh, including the two private readings with me. So I highly recommend package B if you can. I agree. I totally agree. And again, um, the package A and B, there are the two and three part payment plans and please use gift code ATHN10. Yep. So there's a new gift code for this year, ATHN10 to receive the special 10% discount from me personally. All right. So again, and, and is um, that for the first 24 hours or is, is that the same? Nope. I actually have it up for the whole season. Oh, okay. Well, even better. So, yeah. So but I have to, I have to say like, you know, it, a lot of your, your calls. The advantage is, you know, if Sunday. you join today or tomorrow or Friday, 
you know, or, or even Saturday, you know, I can get you in for Sunday's call as a bonus. Yeah, so that's exactly. the advantage of joining this week. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so there's, it, it sounds like there's a lot and there is a lot, Yeah. but you know, Matthew does over deliver, you know, hands down. And the, uh, the telegram group is very active, very, I am in it, yes. but I haven't been able to take advantage of. You got your uh, own telegram group to take care of. I totally understand. You know, it's like, I just, you know, <laughs> I haven't been so much interacting with yours either. We're, we're, <laughs> we've got so much going on in our own groups, but I get exactly. it. Yeah. yeah. But I just wanted to say that, you know, it is very active and you do share a lot and you're always yeah. giving. So, I mean, I, if you can get package B because there's just so much more in it, yeah. uh, I would highly recommend it. And like, again, again, there are two and three part payment plans available. So please do take advantage of that. Okay. Yeah. So if you're wondering about, you know, how can I find the link for it? It's in all the emails. Um, if you're in the Telegram group, if you're in the WhatsApp group, and if you're in the Facebook group, you will also get the link to Matthew's page there as well. So please yeah. do look for it. Um, and you, you know, you're obviously all on the email list. <laughs> you may well, not be I'm, here, I'm, right? I'm feeling so overwhelmed by all this love. I just want to read some of these. Uh, Karen M said, uh, my first birth chart reading was two weeks ago, and I'm still thinking about the accuracy. Uh, Renee says it's a great program. I highly recommend Matthew in this course. Karen says, if Matthew wasn't great in his own program, I wouldn't be here today. Mm -hmm. Michelle says, Matthew is authentic, straightforward, and super intuitive. He honors each of us in a specific way. Uh, and Karen says, there's lots of bonuses. Carrie said, I just listened to the recording of my reading last week. Awesome. I love Matthew. Karen says, I'll try to join VIP next month. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and I, I, you know, if you can get a reading with Matthew again, I highly yeah. recommend it. And this uh, is, by I, the way, this is the only... Matthew. This is the only way to get a private reading with me for now. Um, my my calendar is closed uh, until September 1st for any full-length private sessions. I'm doing some different things this year. I have a retreat, an in-person retreat coming up. Uh, I'm going to be doing some more, uh, some other projects that I can't talk about just yet, but they're mm -hmm. very, very exciting. Um, so I, I'm my schedule is going to be a bit different this year. So I'm no longer doing any full-length private sessions. You know, a lot of times... The past on this show, you know, we'd have those full-length one-hour sessions. Those aren't available anymore, at least until uh, the late fall. So, if you want to get a reading, this is the only way: is joining Ascending as one. Awesome. All right. So, um, so I yeah. wanted to mention uh, we, we want to do uh, readings. Well, yes. I want to get to as many as possible. We have a a, a process for one eleven that we want to do because this is a very important day, yeah. and I also wanted to touch on. Uh, practical ways to overcome your most stubborn blocks because I don't want people to just, you know, understand the blocks but not know how to bust through them. So, which wh where should we start? Let's start off with the practical ways to overcome yeah. your most stubborn blocks. Yes, please. So, as I said, what perfect. So, as I said, one of the one of the the things that I I find is most helpful is mentorship. Is mentorship and or having a group, having people around you to motivate you. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the this is why athletes always have coaches around them. This is why people that are getting fit always have personal trainers around them. This is why very successful people in business always, and I know a lot of very successful people in business, always have coaches. They always do. Okay. This is one of the secrets. They always have coaches. They always have mastermind groups, mentorship groups. They always canoodle. Okay. And, and most of the time nowadays, it's, it's over Zoom. It's over Telegram. It's over WhatsApp. Uh, you know, in, in the old days, it may have been more meeting in person, but uh, they all have people that help them to stay on track. As humans, 
we have to, as we've been talking about, we have to accept that we are egos and we are, we have our human frailties. And when it comes to trying to bust through, especially blocks that have been hogging you for maybe not uh, only an entire lifetime, but maybe multiple past lives, you can't expect to necessarily on your own be able to instantly bust through a block. So that's why it can be very, although there, of course, are anecdotal cases where it does happen, right? But it is much easier when you have a group of people and or a mentor to assist you. And for I know for a lot of people, this group, the Alara Canfield Show, is that. And that's awesome. And that's why I love the format that you present. You know, this is I have the most fun of of all the shows on this one, because I love the format that you present with, uh, you know, being live on Zoom, having everyone mm -hmm. on camera, having people active in the Zoom chat throughout the call. It's a very loving, you know, wonderful uh, group that we create. And I know there's people that come back day after day to watch every guest on your show, and it helps them tremendously. And it helps to keep them on track. I know you offer your own mentorship programs to help mm -hmm. people uh, stay on track. So that's one thing, having people around you to keep you on track, and if you don't want to do it, you know, in the context of, of a group of people on the internet, you know, it could be a, a friend. It could be a friend that is doing pretty well in life. I have a friend like that. And I always, you know, look to him when I need to send him a text and be like, hey, you know, what do you think about this? How, what advice would you have? Um, and he's always extremely helpful because he's gone through a lot of the, the same stuff that I have in different ways. And he, you know, has read a thousand books and he's incredibly smart, intelligent, successful. So he's one of my, you know, people that I lean on. So um, having those people in your lives, whether it's groups like this, my sending is one group, whether it's a brother, a sister, a best friend, et cetera, is super important. One of the things you can do for the new year is tell that person, tell your, tell your best friend, tell your sister, you know what, this is the year I am doing this. This year I am you know, shedding 10 pounds. I am uh, starting my business and I'm going to make it work. I'm leaving my marriage and I'm going to make it work on my own. I'm going to heal my marriage. I'm going to repair my marriage. Uh, I'm going to, you know, whatever it is, like tell someone, tell some, don't keep it within. If you keep it within, then it's easy to, you know, forget about it and be like, uh, you know, this is what happens New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions, we're at that time, it's 111 where most people already forgot about them. You know, Planet Fitness makes a ton of money off of the first 10 days of uh, January. Why do you think it's plastered all over your television, right? For the first, the last two weeks, the first two weeks of January. They make like the, the most of the money they make throughout the year in the first couple of days of January. And then most people forget about it. I've done that. I did that once. I, I got all excited, at, you know, the first of January, I went to Planet Fitness. I got the $10 a month membership. And I stopped going after January, but I kept, you know, it kept getting deducted from my account before I remembered that I had the membership. There's millions of people like that. Why do you think Planet Fitness is a you know, successful company? That's a part of it. But um, if you tell somebody, if you say to your best friend, say to your sister, whatever, this is the year I'm going to do this. And I want you to help me. I want you to remind me. I want you to hold me to this. Okay. Now you have someone to hold you accountable. Now you can't just say, oh, I forgot about that. I thought about it, but no. Now you have someone, you know, if, if they're a motivating person, a motivating force that can help you. And I understand, I just want to, you know, very heartfully say that I understand that there are a lot of people, and I'm sure there's people on this call that don't have those types of people in their life. 
they actually don't, I, I'm lucky I have a lot of positive influences in my life. And I, you know, it's probably a part of the reason why, you know, I, I've been very successful, but a lot of people don't. And when you don't, that's where something like this show and or my ascending as one group can be extremely beneficial because you have those people around you. You know, you, you, you have me, you can talk to me every day in the telegram group if you want. Um, you, so that's one recommendation. The other thing is doing belief work. So one of the exercises that we've been doing on our um, chakra healing calls on Ascending is One. And if you join, you will get to do this with us on the Healing Your Heart Chakra call, which is the first call of February, is we do some self-auditing. We write, we take out a journal, we write out all of the beliefs, all of the false beliefs that have to do with what we're talking about today, blocks is very much having to do with solar plexus stuff. So we did the solar plexus call last week and, uh, you know, we were writing out, okay, you know, I, um, there's this belief in me that uh, I, um, whatever I start, I'm going to fail at, um, or uh, I'm not welcome um, in a group, or I'm not as capable or as good as blank. It could be my sister, it could be you know, uh, it could be my, my, my father, it could be my friend, it could be whoever, right? Or I'm not as good as blank. Every, it could be just a blanket everyone else. Um, it could be that I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not appreciated or I'm ostracized, I'm pushed away from my uniqueness. There's all sorts of different things. So you can do this on your own and it doesn't even have to be specific to shockers where you can write out false beliefs. This takes some quiet time some journaling time um and i've seen some people on this call journaling actually while i'm talking which is i think is wonderful i'm a huge proponent of journaling i always give journaling exercises on these settings one calls if i can but writing out any false beliefs that are somewhere in your consciousness so when it comes to blocks it could be something like a lot of it's going to be around worthiness i don't feel worthy of succeeding at x it could be succeeding in anything or it could be something like, if I, it sounds kind of dark, but this can be a reality is like, if I'm successful in general, or if I'm successful at X, it means that I have to see myself differently, or it means that others have to see me differently. And a lot of times it's so unnatural and it feels, it feels there's a resistance within to being viewed differently in a more positive light by ourselves or by others. This is something that I had to move through. I used to really thrive. I know it sounds kind of weird, but on negative attention. And I learned it in school. Again, that's where a lot of my blocks came from because um, no one appreciated me for being the, the top, literally the top student as far as like GPA in the school or, you know, being a math was no one appreciated me for, you know, being the math Olympiad champion or whatever. Um, they appreciated me for, me being funny, goofy, anti-authoritarian, getting in trouble with teachers, you know, getting in fights with people. This is what people appreciated me for. So then I learned, oh, if I do something outrageous, you know, then people will will like me and appreciate me. So then that carried on after high school. And then I just get in fights at bars or whatever, you know, oh, then people will like me, right? Stupid, you know. Uh, that was that was my early 20s. I, I, I was a little bit of a crazy party guy. Right. And so I learned that. And OK, I can self audit and say, well, 
I don't do that anymore at all. Now I thrive off of love and positive attention. And it's wonderful. It's much better, much better, much better, right? So that could be something like maybe, maybe I, I'm uncomfortable with positive feedback. I'm uncomfortable with people appreciating me. I'm uncomfortable with feeling loved by others. I'm uncomfortable with being viewed as successful by others. That could be beliefs that are stored within. It could be that um, I'm, uh, it could be that I'm uncomfortable uh, being seen as someone that is a winner. I'm uncomfortable being seen as someone that overcomes challenges, right? Where it's more comfortable to be seen as someone that is always kind of struggling, always kind of, uh, you know, has, you know, uh, the, the Debbie Downer syndrome, always something to complain about. A lot of us have had to overcome that sort of stuff. And then maybe you had a mother like that, or, or, or maybe, maybe you had a sister like that. Maybe there's someone that, that you were modeling that after. Anyways, doing some journaling, writing out the, the negative beliefs, the false beliefs. Then on the other side of the paper, write out the opposite vibration of a belief. So if it's, I'm uncomfortable um, being seen as someone that's successful, or, or or it's it feels wrong to be seen as someone that's successful. What could be an example of an opposite belief that would be an affirmation? It could be something like, I am successful and this feels wonderful. Or even better, I'm successful and it feels natural. I am successful and it feels wonderful, natural, and great. And I love this feeling, something like that. Now, initially, that sort of affirmation is there's going to be a lot of resistance within. And the next step for this is to just read these affirmations that you've created for yourself in the mirror every day. I, I love affirmations. I've had a lot of success with them over the years, but the key is doing it in the mirror. That is the key from what I've found. If you don't, it's like you can avoid yourself. It's like you can just read, yeah, uh, I am I am loving, I'm wealthy. Uh, you know, I have a, a wonderful partner and I'm healthy. And it's like, yeah, okay. But if you do it in the mirror, you have to face yourself. You have to look yourself in your own eyes and say, I am wealthy. I am successful. I'm healthy. I'm comfortable being wealthy, healthy, and successful. It's okay. I like being seen as wealthy, healthy, successful. And as you read these affirmations in the mirror, you'll start to recraft them in your kind of in words that make even better sense to you. If you stick with it, that's something that, you know, if you join, uh, you know, I'll let you in the Telegram group right away. That's something we're doing this week. And the Telegram group is, uh, in my Telegram group is, uh, for sending as one, is supporting each other and keeping up with our mirror affirmations, right, that we did from last week's call. So that's one exercise, one practical exercise I wanted to give people is writing out false beliefs, doing a self-audit, writing out false beliefs, then on the other side of the paper, writing out the opposite vibration, that's a positive belief or an affirmation, right? Yeah, Karen's saying uh, Louise Hay was very big on mirror work. And I love Louise Hay. I've, I've read all her stuff uh, that I could find. And uh, yeah, that's great to know. And then reading these to yourself um, every day, twice a day, if you can, in the mirror, uh, can be very powerful if you stick with it. If you do it once, it's not going to do much. If you do it 50 times, if you do it for 30 days or 50 days in a row, it will make massive changes very quickly. So that's one practical thing. Another practical thing is using uh, hypnosis or subliminals because the hypnosis or subliminal checks go straight to the subconscious mind. You can go on YouTube. YouTube, It's a magical time in 2023 where there's so much free, wonderful stuff out there on YouTube. Um, and you can find, just look up whatever, you know, 
subliminal hypnosis for uh, for business success, subliminal hypnosis for health, subliminal hypnosis for attracting love, whatever it is. And again, if you listen to it once or twice, it's not going to do a damn thing. If you listen to it 50 times, 100 times, 200 times, you will absolutely see changes. Okay, so, uh, subliminals are very powerful, but they require repetition, like like everything. And the other thing is scripting. So scripting is an exercise that comes from law of attraction teachers, where you write. Um, it, it's it's the acknowledgement that essentially, the adage of your life is unfolding how you are describing it is true. That if you really self audit yourself and think about habitually. How do you describe your life to others? If it's full of woe is me sort of uh, assertions. And then if you look at your life, you will very often, if not always, find a correlation between the woe is me description of your life and how your life actually feels. And this is a, a principle in law of attraction that's very powerful. If you rewrite the script of your life as if it is manifesting as if you as exactly as you want it and you read that story ideally once a day even better read it out loud so a thing you could do you know us being in this 111 portal this would be a great day today to do it if you have time write out who you would ideally like to be by who would you like to see look back at you in the mirror by the end of 2023 what do they look like what is your life like what are your finances like what did you what have you been successful with etc who are you now, there's going to be a separation in frequency for sure between that version of you and the version of you right now, but that's okay. That's the the that's kind of the fun of the law of attraction. That's the fun of evolution is bridging that gap. But if you write that script out and then every single day or at least once or twice a week, you know, the best way you got to have it somewhere around you that you're going to remember. So if you write out a script, have it at your desk, ideally, if you have a desk or have it somewhere, maybe by your, your nightstand. Maybe you have it on your nightstand and you read it every day before bed. And then when you wake up in the morning and don't make it too long, don't make it overwhelming. Just make it one page, uh, type it out. If you need to, if your handwriting is horrible, like mine is, and just write out who you want to become, read that every day. And it, it's in the, I am, I am this, I am this, I am this, I have overcome this. I have evolved this way. I am, I am. You are reading your story as if it's now, but it's the story of your future self. That is an extremely powerful exercise. And I guarantee you that will make changes for you if you do it. Can I add something to that? Yeah, with you? please. Yeah, please. so I, I strongly recommend the scripting. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I actually, what I offer to my clients or suggest to them is that they actually record it on their phone where they can actually listen to it. At I the love same that time. too. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that is something I strongly, strongly agree with. I, I mean, I, I think everybody should do it. And as well as the subliminal uh, audios, the key is to listen to it every day, <laughs> every day yeah. for right. a, a, a while. Yes. Right. It yes. does take a while. But yeah, they're all beautiful, powerful suggestions. And the mirror work, yes, absolutely powerful. I mean, we're afraid to look at ourselves in the mirror. Most really people are. look at yep. yourself, right? Yep. But if you do that and you look at yourself and really, and honestly, I mean, I always say, put your hand on your heart chakra because that way you're out of your head. You're just really being you. And then say those affirmations or say what lights you up, what makes you feel good, what empowers you say all that and believe it, right? And I know the believing part is kind of tough, but sometimes, you know, you got to 
fake it till you make it. So just tell yourself, yes, yes, yes. You know, and do and do the power pose. Yes, 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 yes. Do the power pose as you're talking to yourself like in it. the mirror. Right? I like it. That's um, what I, I'm a New York Islanders fan. And every time when they score a goal, they, the organist goes, duh, 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 and then yeah. the crowd goes, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it comes from wrestling. Exactly. It comes from WWE, actually. But the Islanders but it's, fans kind of. But, but it's, it's powerful, right? It, 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 it is. It feels great. In, in that yes, yes, position, yes, right? yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, definitely. All of those uh, practical applications, practical yeah. tips are really going to help you to like, you know, uncover your blocks, let go of your blocks, help you move forward to create the life that you desire. And it's possible for each and every one of us. So does that mean I have to brush my hair? No, you don't have to brush your hair. Well, I was going to respond to that. Actually, I was going to say, this is my advice, is if it makes you feel uh, better, if it makes you feel more like like the future version of you, then sure. If it, yeah. if not, I mean, it doesn't really matter that much, but <laughs> it doesn't. And, and yeah, like, like Michelle says, I'm not comfy looking at my right. face or hearing my voice, yeah. but the more you do it, the less uncomfortable it becomes. And part of that is, you know, it's like, how badly do you want your life to change? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't like the sound of my, I mean, nobody likes the sound of their voice when they listen back to audios or videos. I do though. Does. I hope that doesn't make me a narcissist. <laughs> I don't like the sound of my voice. I'll be honest. Right. So I don't listen to myself too much, but I, but then again, you know, it's like you know what? If the scripting, hearing in my own voice, listening it, listening to it every day, if it helps me, if it creates my life, then yes, I'm gonna do it. I, I'm, I'm gonna let go of that 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 belief that oh my god, I don't like my voice or it doesn't sound good. Who cares? In the end, it's like, is my life changing? Yes, awesome. There you go. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, so I, I, Laura, I was thinking, uh, just looking at the time, why don't we do uh, a couple of readings and then why don't we do a quick, uh, five minute process? I want to lead people just cause it's one eleven. uh, yeah. you know, lead people kind of in seeing their highest possible self, seeing the That's self it. that they want to manifest and seeing the world we want to manifest too, because anytime we get a one eleven or an 11, 11 day, it's powerful. We want to put that positive energy into the grid, but why don't we yeah. uh, do some private readings? Uh, well, not sure. private, they're public, but um one-on-one -on -one readings Personal. right Personal readings. <laughs> yeah. that's the word um, uh, so just... you know the questions uh, i'd like people to ask is just you know uh, ask me to help you with you know understanding your blocks essentially where they come from um and how to move forward through them because that's the focus of today's call so i want to keep us on track with that yes absolutely and you know we're going to try and get to as many as we can yeah. but we'll see and, and also and, and just if you happen to have a reading with me scheduled for this month already, if you're already in a setting as one, uh, let other people, if you don't mind, uh, have have their time. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So, um, Jennifer, you want to unmute yourself? <clears throat> Hello. Hi. Hi there. Okay, Matt. So, um, my question is. Um, I don't think I am very good at receiving. Mm. And you know, it's so funny. Sorry to interrupt. I didn't even okay. mention that, but that's like one of the biggest things. I I think I mentioned it kind of in roundabout ways throughout this, but I didn't say it directly. I'm glad you brought that up. That is one of the biggest, most common blocks for uh for people is is learning to receive. Definitely has been for me. Yeah. Well, and what I find interesting is um on my side, I can't receive what's in my life. A lot of people keep telling me your biggest block is you don't approve of what's going on in your life. You don't like it. You can't accept it and you can't love it. And all of those words trigger me big time. 
Mm. And hmm. so I'm trying to look for a new perspective on that. And I'm I'm wondering if, you know, receiving also involves receiving, meaning just accepting what is happening in your life as not necessarily saying it's okay, but you see, I'm even, I'm speechless. I don't even know how to explain it. My, my block just feels so big. I just know that some days I wake up and I don't want to be alive because I don't like my life or I don't know what's coming. And I know I'm not going to like it. And then everybody says, be grateful for what you have. Be thankful. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, come over here and live my life for a couple minutes and realize what I'm feeling. And then you'll then tell me that. <laughs> well, of course, you know, I mean, first of all, you know, they're coming, they're just trying to help. Right. And they're just, and there is a truth to that. I mean, you do understand, right. It's, it's not, I'm going to help you with it's some other perspectives, but that is a thing, right? Yeah. Gratitude is, is a thing that's, ultimately it's ultimately where you're meant to get to though that that's the ironic part so although it's like it's a bit triggering now mm -hmm. ironically like eventually you are meant to get to that frequency where it is okay to just like be grateful for whatever um great but it's trying to go from uh step one to step five and you gotta you gotta go through steps two three and four that's the problem and that's why you get triggered when people say that say that they don't understand they don't understand what it's like to be in your body what it's like to be in your experience in your world where that's too big of a leap right, right. so <laughs> you know i what i like to what i want to do with these readings today is like kind of identify help people to understand where these these blocks might come from maybe places that are outside of your awareness and you know for you something i pick up is that uh you've had some a series of lifetimes where you were in cults and uh religious cults like they may have been you know sects of christianity or, or whatever and uh you had to just accept what was given to you you had to accept what was told to you you had to accept the beliefs you had to go along with things you had to be grateful you had to be grateful for those above you in the hierarchy and for whatever you were praying to. And yet you were actually abused and taken advantage of. You were actually manipulated. Um, and it, 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 like in the tarot, like it's the Hierophant card. You've kind of experienced uh, both sides of the lessons of the Hierophant card, maybe in another lifetime, not maybe. You, I can say you, you were some sort of leader yourself, some sort of religious leader yourself that had uh, you know, the, the Pluto uh, lessons of power had befallen you. Now, how does that all kind of um, circle into cycle into this life is uh, you're going to naturally want to slap any hand that's trying to feed. You're going to naturally want to reject anything because there's this thing within you of like, well, what is this really going to do? Or what is the intention here? Or where is, is this actually good? And it's actually the the learning through opposites you you want to reject everything in this life and you especially want to reject this idea that all is well and you know god's on your side and the alchemy here is finding your own unique path with spirituality doing things differently as far as your spiritual beliefs and how you go about spirituality than others going about manifestation in your own unique way not following necessarily the scripts or the the teachings of a particular teacher taking things and creating your own methodology for things. That's what's going to work for you and get you out. And then also 
yeah, you're going to have to kick yourself in the butt somehow and just let go of some of the resentment that you carry within against family members, against God and whatever, because if not, you'll keep cycling. But maybe just understanding this can help to push you forward a bit. How, how does it, does this resonate or not? Well, when you said that, you know, I was a member of a cult and I had to accept and that's just the way it was. I, I was five, my parents got divorced. Uh, this other being person called a judge was telling me that I didn't have a choice. I had to go to visitation with my dad until I was 14. And once I was 14, then I would get a say. Yeah. So about that, 10 to 14 years of that. Right. So and that's then, that's the current life reflection yeah. of the past life stuff that I saw for you. Yeah. Yep. And so anytime anyone tells me you have to, it's like a bear getting woke up when yep. they don't want to get woke up. I You're mean, actually, yep. yeah. It's so how again, powerful the energy is that comes out of me. It's the uniqueness. You have to find your unique path to everything. Uh, what's your occupation now? I work for the federal government. Oh, okay. Um, well, do you like your job or do you not like your job? No. You no. don't like your job? No. You dream of, a, a, or would you like an occupation that where you'd feel more happy and soul oriented yeah, and all absolutely. that. Absolutely. I'd, I'd rather have a job where I get to decide what I do when I want to you, versus them telling me constantly, you have right. to do this way at this time. And so yeah, this is irony. exactly. So this is a big piece <laughs> of what your soul is needing for you to do in this lifetime. Okay. okay. Now, have you ever been drawn towards heal the healing arts, therapy, helping others, things like that? Absolutely. Con so, Always, yes. so for you, you know, of, of course, I, I'm reading you like a book right now. So, of course, what is going to work for you is ideally, eventually, you have to create Jennifer's own methodology. You can take bits and pieces from others, from teachers and books. It has to be Jennifer's own methodology. You literally should trademark your own methodology at some point. Okay. And that's what you teach. That's how you help clients. That's the class you teach and the videos you teach out. And you can be very successful in the books you write. You, you, I, I see it. You, you know, that's what is ideal. That's the highest path. The lower path is you might struggle a bit more. But the higher timeline for you is, is becoming a, a, a teacher, a helper, you know, like I am. But it, it it has to be your own methodology. Actually, I'm the same way. I'm very much the same way where where anytime anyone in my life told me I had to do something. That's why I, I always got in trouble with teachers and coaches and et cetera. Because I I always had to do things my own way. I'm an Aries North Node. You could be an Aries North Node too, perhaps. Uh, it's a very Aries North Node sort of um, a pattern. Um, so I resonate with a lot of what you said. And uh, in my career now, I do everything my own way, and it works great. So it would work well for you too to do everything your own methodology. That's what's important. That that's that feels so good, and it explains good. some of the the stuff I've been going through recently where, you know, I got triggered at work and I just wanted to leave my job. And, and then I automatically was like, Oh, but if I do that, it's going to hurt me. And that goes all the way back to the whole cult culture that, you know, yeah. in order to, right. yeah. And I right. haven't put that together and that makes so much sense now. At so some point, at some point you're, 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 you're going to have to, in order to kind of overcome not, or to move through like your plan at lessons, you're going to have to quit your job at some point. I'm not saying it has to be this this year, you know, the timing doesn't matter as much as that it happens and that you do create your own 
career in kind of what we talked about or, or whatever. It doesn't have to be what we talked about. It's just um, in something that feels good, you know? Yeah. Something that's actually me. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> okay. thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Uh, I wish you thank the you. best of luck in all this. Good. Let's do one more and then we'll do yeah. the process. Yeah. So we're going to go to Gurjeet. Gurjeet, you want to unmute yourself? Yes. Thank you, uh, Laren. Thank you, Matthew. Hello. Uh, hi. I really um, would like to know what the blocks are that are preventing me from my business success the way I know that I deserve and I should be. It's not happening. And I keep getting this feeling that there are some blocks and I don't know what they are and how to deal with them. So from past lives, what, what I'm being shown is, is you literally like... Um, kind of being held in bondage as like a, a female servant um, to powerful men uh, in other lifetimes where, you know, you, you had no power at all. You, you were kind of sold into that, you know, your family sold you into that. And uh, anytime you tried to just do something for yourself, and this is over the course of multiple lifetimes, uh, you know, you'd be laughed at like, oh, look at that, a woman trying to do a man's thing or whatever, right? And in this lifetime, it's important that you break through any of those blocks within of th there's a feel whatever subtle feeling on an unconscious mind level or subconscious mind level of not feeling totally capable or not not being viewed as capable by your peers right um that's Im important to th that's really the essence of it so um how is this practically you have to become even bigger um can I ask you, I, I don't mean to uh, uh, prod, but are you a relatively like short person as well? Yes, uh, about five feet, one inch. So your soul intentionally made you a short person because the lesson, the challenge is to become bigger as a short person, okay? You, you're supposed to get the Napoleon complex, except use it for good in this lifetime, okay? So you, you, the, the solution here energetically, whatever you're doing in business, you have to become bigger and louder and more stepping over where maybe it feels uncomfortable, breaking social rapport, uh, you know, being more, bringing out a parts of your personality that maybe haven't, uh, you know, been brought out in business before and taking risks in business that you haven't done before. And the more you do that, it starts to backwards reinforce because you start to look back and be like, oh, look at that. That worked. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. And then it starts to build and you start to become, you know, this positive cycle. You start to be more comfortable being seen by others. It's like, oh yeah, look at that. You know, she might be a little woman, but she's fierce and she's big and she's successful. And that's the key. Yes. And anything I can do currently to eliminate these blocks is, or is it just the actions that you said to take risks yeah I, I would um uh, for you i would uh the the scripting but also i would um think about what is um what is one big thing big step forward risky relatively new or or risky step forward in my business that i could take this year and make sure you do that this year you want to take a big kind of step to like show yourself that I am comfortable taking risks and being bigger. So this year, take one big step. That would be important. And then also, as I said, having a support group, whether it's my ascending as one group or maybe it's a, a different group, whatever, 
having a support group is good too. So for this year, what I had in mind was to start, you know, with my YouTube channel. For me, that's big. And to be that's perfect. That's that's perfect in what I'm talking about. That forces you to become bigger, to bring out a personality, to yeah, and 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 to develop your voice, to develop that throat chakra. And there's nothing like, you know, how you can energetically clear blocks or energetically just offer support. Is that a possibility? What do you mean? Like, you know, sometimes you know that people can energetically remove the blocks that are there in the way. So is that a possibility? Can you mean doing it on your, removing them on your own? Or with the help of anyone? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I, I that's something that, that I, I, do in my energy healing sessions i'm just not currently offering them right now until the fall but there's a lot of people out there and it can be very helpful go to someone that is a is a chakra healer and work on your throat chakra but you can also work on it yourself by uh first of all if you join my ascending uh, as one group if you get either package we uh, have a, a healing the throat chakra uh call on march 5th so that'll be very helpful for you um but oh. anyone you go to that can help with with the throat chakra especially yeah the with the with the calls that you have you said they are on sundays and i actually work on sundays well um if you miss the live calls you can watch the recordings but uh which which time zone are you in in the pacific time zone you're in pacific so you work during the day yeah well if you know it, a lot of people um you know I, I probably what i found is about half the people that are registered are on the live calls about half watch the recordings. so you can still be involved in the Telegram group if you if you watch the recordings and you still learn a lot from my all the recorded uh, bonus webinars and you get the private sessions with me. So um, I what, would time, what time are these calls on Sundays? 2 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Pacific, two, they're three hour calls, so two to five Pacific on Sundays. Thank you. Thank you. But would love to have you. Anyways, anything you can do to really heal the throat chakra, activate the throat chakra this year. Uh, and also, you know, on YouTube, throat chakra frequencies, throat chakra, chakra sound healing, anything like that. Okay. It's all throat, throat, throat. And I yeah, mean, get your YouTube channel going. Thank you. Uh, I do have some videos, but get a nice background. Hard. Okay. Make, you got to make, make a nice background, make yourself, I don't know if this is your workroom or whatever, but have, have, have a, you know, really set up like Alara's got a nice background going. Okay. Aesthetics are very important on YouTube. You had a really high, your camera looks pretty good. So you're good with that. But just set it up, make everything, make sure everything's straight, make sure everything looks good, do a little bit of editing to have a, a title, an intro, make sure you use hashtags. Okay. Read up on just Google, like, you know, tips on growing your YouTube channel. Cause the there are some like practical things to really help your videos go farther. And have a better so microphone. Much. You gotta have a better microphone. Okay. okay. Yeah, you're right. You're actually right, Alar. It's a little bit tinny. So the yeah. um, microphone would be good, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I will look into that. Yeah. Awesome. Blessings. Good. That's the luck and everything. Um, and I was just going to say, just, you know, even when you do energetic work, you know, healing, clearing, energetic work, oh, you're you still right. have Sorry to take to interrupt. action. Karen, Karen uh, yeah, Gurjeet, it could just be because you're in a small room and it's echoing. That very well could be it. Uh, like I, I'm in, a, I'm in a very expansive room, so that's why I don't have that echo. It could just be the echo of if you're in a, a confined space. I'm in a small room. But are I you? Have a yeah, but I do you have, have a... an actual microphone or are you using the I do. computer? I See, that's the thing. I, I'm using the computer mic, but it sounds okay. decent because I'm in a large space. Yeah. 
And yeah, yeah, bare walls echo. So it's important to have right. stuff on the walls. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Mine is a small room too. It's my home office. So it's a yeah. small little room, not too big. Yeah. yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. If it's too small, that's where you can get an echo. So get that. But if you get a microphone, if you get a, a, a USB microphone, that'll help. And also just putting paintings on the wall will help to absorb the sound. The so there's sound. no echo. You don't want, we, we're saying you don't want an echo. Thank yeah. you. I yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, yeah. So again, I'm going to say, because <laughs> this is so important, even when you do energetic work, even when you do healing work, you still have to take action here in the physical yeah. world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you still got to take action. But there's yes. a principle. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Wiccan witch. And there's a principle in Wicca uh, and, and, and just in, in, in witchcraft in general that you have to take action in the magical and the mundane. If mm -hmm. you only take action in the magical world, you won't get the results. You have to take action in both worlds. And actually, generally, the advice is to take action in the mundane world first, and then mundane meaning the physical world, and then taking yeah. magical action or doing it <laughs> them at the same time. Yep. Absolutely. And all this is is magic. All this is witchcraft. You know, scripting. It's all. It's all just intention uh, amplification. That's all it is, and that's all witchcraft is. That's all candle magic is. I have a course. If you're interested in candle magic, by the way, in, in package uh, B, I believe, package both, both packages. No, I think it's B. You're right. Yeah, B. Package B. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. You have a lot of stuff in yeah. the packages. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you want to do. Um... Yeah. Let's have everyone close their eyes. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, unless you're driving, please keep your eyes open. If you're driving, please. Um, if you're uh, driving a spacecraft, you can maybe close your eyes if you have like. Uh, you know, uh, the AI spacecraft driving technology on. Um, but uh, everyone take a nice deep breath. And I want to feel, feel yourself grounding first. Feel your feet sinking into the ground. I want you to pull your feet into the ground. Like, not literally, but like imagine the energy pulling through your feet and down into the earth. We want to really ground ourselves first. Imagine roots, imagine tree roots growing out of your feet, out of your toes and really going down and, and sinking into the earth, growing, rooting into the earth. Imagine a cord going from your, your bottom, from your root, all the way down through deep into the earth. We really want to ground ourselves to the physical world for this process. Imagine even that you're outdoors, if you're not outdoors right now. Imagine you're outdoors and you see the trees and the grass and the birds and the sky and the chipmunks and the squirrels all around you. And I want you to observe yourself now, almost like you're able to take a camera and observe yourself. Imagine you're perhaps sitting outside in a beautiful nature spot. Observe yourself as you are, very peaceful. Imagine that you're sitting in that chair and you're looking into a mirror. Imagine you're holding a mirror in your hands and you're observing yourself. You're trying to understand yourself. You're trying to see where you're at, understand where you're at. Then I want you to imagine that there's a version of you that starts to stare back at you in this mirror that seems a little bit older, a little bit wiser, a little bit more peaceful, a little bit more balanced. 
happier. Seeming like they've let go of, of burdens, perhaps. Feeling much more balanced. Feeling successful. I want you to imagine you're going to step through almost like this mirror becomes a portal. And I want you to step through the mirror to the other side. And you're going to imagine that you're stepping into this experience of this version of yourself that's a little bit wiser, a little bit older, more peaceful, more balanced, more successful, happier. And I want you to see what's around you. Who's around you? Which relationships are around you? What sort of home do you find yourself in? What does your body look like? What does your body feel like? What sorts of activities are you doing? How do you feel on a day-to-day -day basis? And I want you to really activate the positive emotions and amplify the positive emotions within you. I want you to feel this sense of joy and peace and excitement and health and wealth. And I want you to see yourself doing the activities that are an exemplification of this new you. And I want you to see real world examples, evidence that you've overcome a lot of the blocks. So maybe you're doing activities that you couldn't do before because of your health. Maybe there's a relationship that you didn't have before, a partnership. Maybe you are single and that feels better. Maybe you've healed a partnership. Maybe your relationships with family members is better. Maybe there's new pets around you. Maybe there's a new home you're in. Maybe you're seeing yourself traveling. Maybe you've seen yourself writing books and, and seeing them selling. Maybe you're looking at your bank account and you're seeing your investments and how much money is in your bank account. And I'm just going to be, be quiet here for two minutes and just let everyone, or maybe a minute, and just let everyone meditate on this without me talking. And I'm going to do the same for myself. I want you to feel the emotions. Sorry to talk, but I want you to feel the gratitude and the sense of accomplishment and the sense of, yes, I did this. So happy. And I want you to notice this version of yourself and ask this version of yourself how they overcame the obstacles. How did they evolve from where you are now to who they are? Ask them. Maybe you get words, maybe you get visions, maybe you get feelings. 
And if you get anything profound, write it down. Now I want you to amplify this vision with emotion and light. So we're going to smile wide and we're going to amplify light into this vision of wealth and success and happiness and having overcome all our blocks and amplify it, amplify it, amplify it. And we're going to put this vision in a bubble. And now we're going to put this bubble, we're going to make seven copies and put this bubble in uh, each of our seven main chakras from the top down to the bottom. So into the crown, into the third eye, into the throat, into the heart, into the solar plexus, into the sacral, and into the root. Now, notice which chakras were their most resistance towards putting that into, and that that's how you'll know which chakras need the most work, and just remember that, or write it down. And now just kind of visualize and see the energy running up and down through your entire chakra system, and see white light coming from way above you, down through your crown, down through all seven of your main chakras and then down into the earth below you, streaming through this white light and seeing this white light expands out around you. And now let's imagine that we're joining hands, all of us in this uh, group, uh, both those that are watching live and watching the recording. So there's going to be many, many hundreds of us. We're all joining hands, perhaps around some sort of bonfire and we're meditating together, intending to see an earth, a planet where everyone has enough to eat, everyone has clean water, where the earth uh, is, is no longer being polluted as it is, where we see a planet where all have enough to survive, where there is peace. We see the end of war, the laying down of arms in Russia and Ukraine. We see the ending of all wars on this planet. We see peace. We imagine handshakes for with world leaders throughout the planets, throughout the, the planet, all nations working together in peace. And we see our benevolent extraterrestrial friends, whether you want to imagine the Pleiadians, the Syrians, uh, the Yael, the Arcturians, whoever, if you know who they are. But we're meeting our extraterrestrial friends here on this planet on the surface, and we're being welcomed, welcomed into the galactic community. And now as we imagine connecting and transmitting this energy powerfully as a group, transmitting it into the earth grid, through the sacred sites, through Mount Shasta in California, through uh, Machu Picchu in Peru, through Uluru in Australia, through Glastonbury in England, through the Great Pyramids and the Sphinx in Egypt and Cairo and up to the Himalayas now. And now we see this energy transmitting throughout the earth grid. And now we get a vision of the ships of the extraterrestrials that are floating around planet earth, the benevolent ones and helping us as we get the vision of this light, this light coming in from the sun that is activating all beings on earth, that is activating this ascension as we intend to get 
back in touch with our highest ascension paths, both as individuals and as a collective now on this day of 111. And we now step into the frequency of 111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111
So you should join my group because we have um, in uh, March, we have uh, uh, understanding uh, extraterrestrial races. I'm going to go over all. And I've I've been I've almost a decade of experience in uh, interacting and and learning about all these uh, these different extraterrestrial races. And by the way, sorry to interrupt (laughs) you, but just for the group, uh, one other announcement um, is that. I have a, an in-person retreat coming up in August on the Lionsgate, the true Lionsgate. The true Lionsgate is actually August 3rd. The true Lionsgate, only a Virgo moon would know this, but the heliacal rising of Sirius A over the horizon at the pyramids, that's the true Lionsgate because traditionally the people of Egypt would look to the heliacal rising. What a heliacal rising is, it's the first day of the year when you're seeing the, the star rise over the horizon with the sun. So at that latitude, at the, the pyramids and the Sphinx, the people of Egypt would look and say, okay, now that Sirius is rising, we know that flood season is here. And when flood season is here, we know that we'll be able to, you know, to, to have our crops. So that, it changes every year, um, but now it's August 3rd. So that's why I'm starting my retreat on August 3rd. Anyways, it's a, happening in one of the premier retreat centers in the entire Northeastern United States and Canada. It's called Light on the Hill. It's in uh, the southern tier of New York State. Um, and we're going to, sp- It's everything's included, uh, your accommodations for three nights, uh, all of the, the activities, including, you know, yoga, tai chi, massage treatments, uh, one-on-one coaching with me, drum circles, shamanic initiations, uh, shamanic walks through the sacred grounds, which include waterfalls, include ponds and uh, vortexes and things like that. There's there's um, temples as well that you can explore and meditate in. And then the work throughout the day with the group. The reason I brought it up is because a lot of the work is actually going to be connect, <laughs> connecting with extraterrestrial races. So I'm going to be channeling through a lot. We're going to be connecting astrally with a lot. And who knows, maybe we'll even see a ship or two. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but if you're someone that's really inclined towards the starseed stuff and, and meeting benevolent extraterrestrials and things like that, think about my retreat. Uh, email me, um, Alara, if you could just share my email, if you don't mind, it's uh, you are a divine human at gmail.com. Um, if you're interested in the retreat and uh, I've invited Alara, if she wants to come, she's certainly welcome as well. If she happens to be in Canada, uh, she can shoot down. But uh, I just wanted to share that as well. Um, yes, good. There's my email. Um, so yeah, you can. Uh, and also on my YouTube channel, uh, if you look up on YouTube, uh, Matthew John, uh, I did a video about the retreat. Uh, there's a deadline Sunday, January 15th, for an early bird deposit. If you put down a $400 deposit, you save 30% on the retreat. So hopefully those that are watching the replay, uh, if you want to save 30%, it's all inclusive. If you're flying in, I'll, I'll pick you up from the airport in Syracuse. Uh, I'm probably going to need, you know, a, I'm going to rent either a big van or if there's a ton of people flying in, I'll just, I'll, I'll get a coach, I'll get a driver. Um, but I'm going to make it easy, pick you up from the airport, swing you back to the airport in Syracuse. Everything's included. They have some of the best food you can imagine. And if you need vegan, fine. If you need gluten-free, fine. If you just want vegetarian, that's kind of the standard, fine. Accommodations are wonderful. The view is spectacular. So uh, a lot of people are already signed up, but I have a lot of space left. I have single rooms, double rooms, multiple uh, family rooms. So uh, yeah, let me know if you're interested in that as well. Um, okay. Sorry for the interruption, but um what uh uh problem with usa retreats unvaccinated cannot get in uh i don't i don't know what the rules are now for people flying in the united states um i don't know you'll have to look that up 
But just remember, things could change between now and August. Okay. Okay. What did you want me to help you with, uh, Jilly? Olga. Oh, there you go. Oh, Olga. Sorry. Olga. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, it was a Freudian slip because because uh, I saw Jilly wrote the comment in the yeah. in the chat. So Olga, yes. It's Thank good. You. Um, if you could help me understanding better my block around playing small in my business, I've been working on limit beliefs, imposter syndrome and self-confidence uh, but it still feels like nauseous put it that way every time I need to show up it feels like I do one client or two and then I run away it feels like something is not right but I, I still not put so my... do you, it, is it because do you feel drained or uh describe the feeling a bit more if you don't mind I want to do it perfect all the time. I well, there you go. It. So you've already see you're you're so self aware right now. So that's obviously the thing is letting go of that perfection and making it into more of a a fun exercise. You know, like if you know, like my personality is naturally kind of goofy and non serious. You know, a lot of the times. And that's kind of, it's letting go of that perfectionism. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to fail. And maybe that's something that you end up teaching people as well. It's okay to be human. It's okay to, to screw up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to have, I want to treat people at once. I just want to give everything that they want and just fix the problems completely. And it, Well, within you, is there, is there this sense of wishing you could just fix everything all at once within yourself? Right. The, the people that we work with are become a, a reflection of the inner. So it's about, you know, the block is about releasing this need within to fix, repair, resolve everything all at once and to allow yourself to be human and think back into your past. Think back when you were in school, in childhood, what were your, your what was your family like? Was there this expectation of perfectionism? Or maybe you just wanted to be perfect to, to show that you could be because others in your life weren't. But either way, this is what it is. So it's like, what little things, what things can you change about your environment, putting up more fun things? How can you, in your, your work with clients or group work, add some more fun things and make it more of a, a very human, comfortable, patient experience, essentially? Yeah, I need to be more patient. I think it's that. It's this just, is what um... it is. Yeah. So, you know, you just, it's, it's, it's a need to remind yourself of that. Um, and, you know, just, just shift in little ways. And, and when it comes just a, a word of advice around business, when something is not, if something is working okay, but not great, that yeah. is generally a sign that you're going in the right direction. You just need to make subtle shifts Sometimes the shifts are around marketing and advertising. Sometimes the shifts are around the type of way that you're teaching or presenting yourself. For you, it's probably a bit of both. And then mm -hmm. just these little shifts, these little changes, these little adaptations, these little new things will help you to, to move up as far as business goes. And it's it's healthy to always shift and pivot and create new things it makes things exciting you want to keep things from being mundane so yeah all right thank you all guys yes. wish you all the thank best you. and hope you end up joining <laughs> my group we'd love to support you um 
And yeah, Laura, I'm open to doing one more if you, if you want. Okay. You. Sure. Yeah, we can do one more. Uh, Donna, you want to unmute yourself? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> this is I. I knew I was going to get picked. Yesterday was my birthday, ah. and I don't usually join. Happy birthday. Calls. Happy Thank birthday. Wow. I, I was I was just so pulled to this call. And when you just first started talking, I was like, oh my God, this is my birthday present to myself. That's why I did this. Anyway. Yeah. Awesome. So awesome. Any, anything that you could tell. Um <clears throat> I'm I'm actually battling COVID for the second oh, time. I'm so here. sorry. And um I no, I got a, a strong message. It's good that I needed to build antibodies because of stuff coming in the future so I'm cool with that um but it's like insight it it, it kind of has also knocked me on my butt and and it's like insight to anything that I can do I'm about a year out from retiring from corporate from high tech and I'm like there's a million things that I look I'm interested in doing, but I don't know what to do for the future. And there's also a part of me that feels like I'm going to need time to heal because my health with, you know, corporate for the last 30, 40 years is, has taken a toll. And so there's, there's just like all these questions that I have in my head. And as my sense, talking, my sense ahead. is that uh, what, the message I'm getting is that what would be best for you is you need to not need to but it would be healthy to literally take like a year or a year and a half or or two and just explore okay just explore meaning like travel meaning Ooh. reading meaning going on retreats meaning taking classes just exploring like the ninth house sagittarius energy exploring the inner and the outer and that will naturally you will naturally see you've been in this paradigm of like corporate where everything is very structured everything's very it's very virgo very goal-oriented you need to step more into like i said it's a sagittarius a piscean sort of vibration pisces where you're learning to go with the flow mm -hmm. and you will find yourself happier you will also find exactly the type of work that is meant for you it's likely going to be along the lines of shamanic healing the feminine but i want you to find that on your own but you need that sabbatical is my message that that feels good that really feels good, good. And anything around clearing i know we're all on the planet dealing with you know, COVID and all the other stuff going on. Is there anything for for me personally and for others that we can do to um, like boost our immune system or make ourselves stronger? Energetic? There, there's a, there's a ton. There's a ton of stuff. Um, if you could go on my website, it's youareadivinehuman.org and join my email newsletter. Uh, at at the bottom of every newsletter, I've had this for the last three years. Uh, I have a whole number of recommendations for COVID, okay? There's a lot. I mean, just off the top of my head, and again, you know, I'm not a doctor or healthcare practitioner of any kind, neither is Alara. Please consult a medical practitioner before trying any of this stuff. But things like astragalus and things like um, things like NAC and acetylcysteine, which is by prescription in some countries, 
um, but it's over the counter here in the United States. Uh, can be very helpful. You know, taking a lot of vitamin C, taking a lot of vitamin D. Um, there is a prescription medication that starts with an I that uh, is extremely helpful. Uh, you can find that on my email newsletter. Uh, you can also go to the FLCCC website, uh, the COVID Frontline Critical Care website. That's where I have adapted all of my guidance from in my email newsletters from the FLCCC. Just Google FLCCC and read over their protocols. And they have a whole FAQ about the prescription medication that begins with an I. So that would be my recommendations. Okay. Um, yeah. Can you give me your website again? I, I yep. You are a divinehuman.org and Alara just typed it in the chat for everybody. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Blessings and happy healing. Thank, Thank you, Donna. Good. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> all Can right, I answer Madalena, was... Madalena's question before we go? Sure. Uh, she says, thank you, Laura and Matthew. I couldn't catch the beginning, but I've got to participate in meditation. I got to participate in meditation. I feel great. My energy feels lighter and my spirit uplifted. Beautiful. I'd like to ask Matthew, what star seed from my star family would like to connect with me in 2023, please? Uh, let me tune into that. Uh, Madalena, who's trying to connect with Madalena more. Well, the Pleiadian family, for sure. I mean, that's a part of you. There's a family from the star Aldebaran, or some people pronounce it differently, I guess. But um, that as well is what I see. So, um, and, you know, by the way, feel free to come to my retreat. We'll be doing a lot of connecting, at least with the Pleiadians. Awesome. So the Pleiadians and the Aldebaran or Aldebaran. Yeah, all the, what are the beings called around the star Aldebaran? I don't know. Hmm. I guess okay. we could maybe call them all the barns but uh, there's only been you know i've talked about this with you on other shows people can certainly look back in your channel um but uh the starseed i've done like almost a thousand of these starseed regressions over the years just a couple times people have seen themselves at the aldebaran um star a uh, handful of times but uh pleiadians is very common and the the orion beings is another connection um mm -hmm. The Orion humans. So those three, I would say. Awesome. The Aldebaran, the eye of the of Taurus, the bull. It's a red super giant. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Great info. All right, everyone. This was such a full show. And I'm so grateful for Matthew for all of his wisdom. And just my oh my God, we we just covered so, so much. Um, you definitely want to check out his packages, work with him in package A or package B. And again, yep. both of the packages are available in two and three part payment plans. And please use my gift code T uh, ATHN10. So for yep. 2023, it's ATHN10. Please use uh, that gift code. <laughs> absolutely. And make sure you join this week if you can, so you can get the bonus call this Sunday understanding and seeing your past lives it's gonna be great as i said yeah. we're gonna do group past life regression which i've never done before uh normally i've only done individual past life regressions but i'm okay. gonna do a group one um the video will be out later today in a few hours so 
<laughs> this can be a long look at Madalena. She says, Wow, that's why I do see the Aldebaran star all the time, and I am a Taurus. There you go. <laughs> there you go. The code again is ATHN. Oops, hold on. 10. ATHN 10, right? It is on uh, Matthew's special offer page, so you will see it there as well. So, not to worry, it's, it's <laughs> I have it there. Uh, but yes, ATHN 10. Um, all right. Awesome, Madalena. Good. <laughs> uh, great show. Lots of great information here today. Uh, nice seeing you, Matthew. So grateful for all that you and Laura have shared. Got to go. Oh, what wonderful. Thank you, Brenda. All right, everyone. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I do have another call coming up, so I have to go. Yep. Um, but this was but this was wonderful. And uh, yeah, the, the looks like so. It looks like we someone already just bought. Uh, someone already bought. So that's great. Um, yeah. yeah, again, make sure you, you, you get in soon so you can, I can add you for Sunday's call. Yep. Yeah. And the replay email will go out later today. If, uh, if not early, early in the morning, but it'll, it'll go out today. I'm, I'm like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a perfectionist in that way. Like, no, it'll go out today. No, me too. To I, I, I stay up <laughs> as late as need be to get work done. I exactly work. You and I both share that we're hard workers and that's yes, I think yes. a wonderful value. So please yeah. do watch your email um, as well as if you're in my Telegram group, in my uh, WhatsApp group and the Facebook group, you will find the links there as well, as well as the uh, replay video will be there as well. Okay. And on uh, Matthew's uh, special offer page, it'll be there as well. So wonderful. Thank you so much, Matthew. This was Thank great. Thank you. This is a pleasure <laughs> as always. Uh, blessings always so everyone on a wonderful 2023. Absolutely. And it's one, one, one. So yes, yep. powerful day. So powerful thank you everyone. Day. Until yep. next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now.